0: It's the only northern suburbs of Melbourne podcast that has Ooh, one suburbs. that has one listener in both Sydney and the USA, and it's the only northern suburbs of Melbourne-based podcast that is a complete shit show. With me, as always, is my co-host and CEO, and the man who has the cutest pair of Ugg boots in the world, Kieran. How you doing?
1: Thank you very much. And I've got an Ugg boot update. Yes. In fact, I think this is the first Ugg boot update.
0: <laughs> well, one? <laughs> <laughs>
1: one Ugg boot. Uh, I've got to get a new pair of Ugg boots
0: There you go <laughs> So he will also have The newest Cure's pair of Ugg boots uh, We'll then an update For when you do Actually get a pair I think that's what we'll have to well,
1: do Well actually They've now moved into the I've got a hole In my Ugg boot phase Right So I think they've still got Another good five years
0: I must, I've never owned a, a pair of Ugg boots Oh you should They're I good No but I, I get the old Like the moccasin. I get the moccasins
1: Yeah. See? Nah. See I'm
0: a I'm a Woggy <laughs> Moccasin man
1: I, I used to have moccasins Oh and not until I got the Ugg boot Yeah And your life just changes with the Ugg boot But it's a bit like Now that they've moved into the hole stage It's a bit like, you know, your underwear Oh, right Where you've got lots of holes Like, don't throw those underwear out They're they're prime, you know what I mean? Prime uh, Well, they've been uh,
0: warding just enough That know it. exactly your comfort all the way around That's it I
1: once had a pillow ride Right And I loved this pillow This was a great pillow
0: <laughs> And it, what was its name? <laughs>
1: It was know. a waifu pillow? You know what those are? <laughs> a what? A waifu pillow. What's a waifu?
0: They're like those pillows that have like a, a woman on them and people...
1: Oh, right. <laughs> no, I was like 12. So, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, I had this great pillow. I must have had it since I was like six or five or something like that. Anyway, one day uh, I get home from school and my pillow has gone. And I was like, what? What's happened to my pillow? And my mum goes, oh, I, I washed your pillow, but it fell apart. <laughs> right, that's pretty impressive. I for, did, I didn't speak to her for about three weeks. That's because that sounds like you. She <laughs> took and she took me pillow shopping, and I had to like test all these pillows out of spite. Like I'm gonna make this a really long time. That's
0: you know what testing pillows and testing beds like that. Like how can you gauge? Like you put your head on it for what? 10 seconds, 15 seconds. How can you even gauge if it's a good pillow or not? I know, exactly. You know, even like beds. If like you sit on a bed for like, what, a minute? mate. You lie in a bed for like a minute. and It's got like a million beds. How the hell do you know?
1: You've got to go into the store. I think the Chasers Wore and Everything did this. You've uh, yeah. got to go into the store and you have to try the bed yourself.
0: Just sleep on it for like an hour. Like yeah. get a, try to get a good night.
1: Like I had a good nap before this podcast.
0: Yeah, well, toy's important, isn't it? <laughs> uh, well, speaking... Of sleep. Yes. I have a rant. Okay.
1: Rant me up, Scotty. Sorry. Oh, actually, no. Hang on. Let's make that... And I think it's an alliteration. I don't know. Your mum's an English
0: teacher. <laughs> <laughs> rant me up, Rodney. Uh, I was going to say that we are in a different studio today. <laughs> We're in my studio, which yes. is a little bit warmer <laughs> than Kieran's studio. And we have actual... Like not only that, I don't know you can see the sh- literally. This is a chandelier that we have here. That but is a beautiful chandelier. But let, it also is one of those get... dimmers. <laughs> you oh. can
1: actually dim it. Oh no! Ew, should... This is a fancy this studio. This is a fancy studio here. Uh, and we might have just people coming in and, and joining the show. Yeah, I, I
0: don't know what's going on yet. I'll have to have a look. We've got a whole bunch of random people here, which are all my family members. So, nonetheless, let me get to my rant.
1: And and they're Italian. So if we hear background noise, <laughs>
0: noise, yeah, it's just my family. <laughs> yelling at me. It's fine. But let me do my rant because this is, this is something that's been bugging me for a little bit and I, time to get it out. Mm-hmm. So think about this, Kieran, you have a really big night on a Saturday night and then Sunday feeling a bit groggy. Yeah, you know, We went out on Saturday night. We had a pr- pretty big, pretty fun night. We did a bit of drinking, a bit of bad dancing. We met some uh, met some fans of the podcast.
1: We did on the I did meet a fan of the podcast did. on the dance floor. That's right. With my very bad dancing. It was I feel like I was at the stage of doing father dancing.
0: I don't see anything wrong with that. But yes, you were dad dancing.
1: I def- I feel like I was definitely dad dancing.
0: Yep. And uh, it was great. No, Look, I had a lot of fun. We were at, I think we were at like a good level of alcohol. Oh, fun. I was really sober that night. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was feeling it. I was really. I was actually really. Um, I was in a good bus. Good. Good level of fear.
1: Yeah. See, and and I think I think my mistake there was I didn't have any pre-drinks.
0: Ah, uh, oh. see, I did. By the time you got came over and I saw you guys, I already was a drink and a half deep in two drinks in, yeah. so I was ready to go. Nonetheless, so we had anyway. you have a big night. Next day Sunday, you sort of it's a sort of a bit of a ride off because you. Just gonna relax, gonna have some crap food to eat, and then you get into work on Monday, and you go, oh, you're chatting to your co-workers like, oh, how was your weekend? Yeah, you know, busy. It's like, and then you go, oh, you know, didn't get much, you know, and then someone will go, oh, I didn't get much sleep last night. You know these people, like, you know,
1: you mean like I didn't get much sleep Sunday night, with work being on the Monday. Yeah, that's yeah. right,
0: that's right, and you're just like, oh yeah, I mean everyone sleeps pretty bad, and then they go, no no. This is what my rant is about. It's not about the people who say I didn't sleep well or didn't get enough sleep. That's fine. I hate the fact that it becomes a competition.
1: Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, look,
0: you know what? If you had a bad night's sleep or couldn't get to sleep, I understand. Like, yeah, look, I didn't sleep very well. And that's a good thing to tell a co-worker, I think, because sometimes, you know... If they're a bit angry, a bit grumpy, or they're like they're not Some, feeling.
1: Sometimes uh, I generally get a good night's sleep, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But every now and then you you, you, you get don't. a bad one. Yeah,
0: yeah. And it's good to tell you, like you know, if I'm if my if I, I can see my co-workers not working to capacity, or you know, not not acting the way that they uh, are. And they go, you work
1: for the government. <laughs> if they're doing any work, <laughs> they're working well beyond capacity. Uh,
0: that's true. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, you know, if someone's feeling a bit off and they say, oh, I haven't had enough sleep. You just go, okay, I I understand that. But they get to the stage...
1: I'm sure in the government there's a package. Yeah. I didn't get enough sleep. Yeah. yeah, Go home for the rest of the day, you'll be paid.
0: That's right, that's right. It's It's a good package, you should get on it. But I hate it when they go, oh, I only got four hours sleep last night. And then someone else will come in. Like, you know, they hear it. All the way from the other side of the office. Like, I'm running in with their coffee mm-hmm. and gone. So, you've
1: got, oh, got Shaniqua yeah. coming in from the other side of yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. office. Yes.
0: Uh, I only got three and a half hours sleep. You're like, fuck, just fuck. It's not a competition. This is just, you know, some people need like 10 hours sleep to to work, which I feel is like my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's people who need like four hours of sleep to work, which is, you know, I'm pretty good. Like, I can sleep for four hours and still work pretty well. But it's just like, if there's a. It's always this competition of who slept the least. It's And it's not even like a badge of honor. It's just like this stupid competition. And that's what I hate more than anything else. It should
1: almost be the other way around. Yeah. Hey, guys, I got t- too much sleep. Yeah, that's. Ouch. And I'm going to be really grumpy today. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understand that. Like, if I oversleep, I'm like, you have a nap. Like, we were talking just before the show that we both had a nap <laughs> before we recorded because we're adults. <laughs> I am just. I have had this, like,
1: I've had man flu, right? Right. Um, uh, let, let's not beat around the bush. It's man flu. I'm sure uh, on-call nurse Alice can diagnose yep, this as yep. man flu. <laughs>
0: She's going to kill you. And
1: um, uh, and I was like, I got to the weekend and it was, it was almost like, I was like a kid, right? You're definitely sick Monday to Friday because school's on. And yep. then the weekend comes and you're like, you're ready to go. You're ready I'm to fine. have fun. You're I'm fine. all good. Well, it sort of, it sort of was like Saturday. I was like, "Ah, oh, I've like I've beaten this. Like this is yep. great." I woke up Sunday like, "Oh, I feel not hungover, but just just oh, tired, just like yeah. tired, fatigued, fatigued." And then it's just this cold. Anyway, today I was like, "You know, I'm having a nap." Yep, it's it's. A solid, I'm um, oh, sorry, I only had a one hour nap. No,
0: That's all you need though, like a little power nap.
1: How, how long did you have?
0: I think, yeah, about the same, about an hour. I, I
1: yeah. want to know specifics because I want to beat you. I want to say that
0: I had less. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I had 14 hours, mate, and you beat me with the one. <laughs> but you know what? I compare these kind of people that are competitive with this or sort of thing. I think these kind of people that are competitive with the le- like having the least amount of sleep are the same kind of people that are competitive with other stupid activities mm-hmm. and i've written a few down and you let me know okay i think these are the same kind of people that compare them like go oh who compare to compete of how bad they can cook
1: oh uh, you know right. what i mean like mm-hmm. they go
0: oh i can't even boil water oh i can't even i don't even know how to ground salt it's like yeah, but, you know it's cooking's not a very like an overly hard task Well, you know, I've seen you cook some mean meagering. Thank you very much. So I know that anyone can cook. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Now, this isn't just... Miggering. <laughs> this is gourmet miggering. This is this is miggering with chili yes. This is Mingering
0: with I've seen the episodes now. I, I've seen the episodes now. I know exactly what's <laughs> going on in that kitchen and it is not good. <laughs> Nonetheless, but I think it's that same sort of competitive nature of something so trivial, something so stupid, but people are so proud of it. And not, like, you know, remember back in the day, and I'm sure like, you know, the some of our lovely older listeners will understand this, but even even us. Um, like pro, trying to pro, like people who say, "Oh, I can't even program my VCR time—the time on the VCR." Oh,
1: you know right. I mean? it's mm. like
0: you know, it's like, "Oh, I can't do that." Like that's how stupid I am with technology. I can't change
1: my car clock to, to yeah, daylight savings. A, a daylight
0: savings time. You're like, oh, "Dude, like, just—it's not that hard." Like, press the menu button, press the time button, or see so you—you
1: you see this is very interesting, right? Because you work with government people, so they're probably yeah. stupid, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, see, I work with intellectuals. So and I'm probably the stupidest out of all of them <laughs> at <a> Will- university. <laughs> willing, willing to meet. So their 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 common concerns is a little bit more like this. Oh, you know, what did you get up over the weekend? Oh, oh, I couldn't crack the theoretical code of something, <laughs> something, blah 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 theory, right? Oh, and then and then uh, and then they'll come in and at two o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, I've only had 14 hours sleep.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why you couldn't crack it, buddy boy. you could sleeping <laughs> for 14 hours, you know. But it, it's but going on from that, it's a, this is the final type of people I lump into this category because mm-hmm. I think it's the same people that do this because I think because they haven't had enough sleep and they can't Google, they can't like you know, they can't program their VCRs and they can't you know they don't know how to cook. Let Let's just say you're sitting on your phone or sitting on your laptop doing some work. And someone will come in and they go. They'll see you on your laptop, see you on your phone. They go, "Hey, can you just Google something for me?" I think all of these people are the same kind of person.
1: Wait, what? I'm I'm in shock here. People ask you to Google something? Yeah. It you've got a phone on you. Google yes. it yourself,
0: and that's what I mean. Like they're like, "Oh, I'm so time poor because I haven't had enough sleep. I don't know much about technology, and I can't cook." Oh, this person's obviously doing things right because he knows technology and he's comfortable and he looks like he's had enough sleep. Let me ask him to Google something. And I I I don't understand this because it, do you remember that um, do you remember that have you ever used that site called let me google that for you? Have you ever seen that?
1: There's a site called let me google yeah, that yeah. for so you. Yeah, so what you do is
0: <laughs> if someone goes, "Oh, what's like, you know, if someone asks you a very easy answer." Yeah. You can And they go in and you talk like via email or something. You can go into the site called, let me Google that for you. Mm. And and then it comes up with basically like, it looks like a Google homepage. And you type in what you want, like the question. Yeah. And then it gives you a link. And then you send that to that person.
1: Right. Okay.
0: And what it does is they click on the link. Yeah. And it opens up and it comes up with a Google screen that slowly types out the question and the mouse drags across the screen slowly and clicks google and then it comes up with just the google responses right i'm going to show you this because i think that you're going to be using this quite a bit (laughs) because it's this is one of these magnificent pieces of technology that i've used a few times but the great thing is like people our age like you know like people under 40 i'd say go oh that's that's funny like you know it's being sarcastic being you know really annoying me but people over 40 who don't know computers go this is great it's doing it for me <laughs> yeah i could
1: i could see that i could yeah. yeah i could definitely see that
0: but that's the thing but it all goes back to the fact that these people are competitive about how little sleep they've actually had and i think it's a, re- it's, a it's something so stupid to be like competitive about mm. And it really frustrates me, especially on a Monday morning. Like, I, I don't want to hear that. I don't care. You know, but, if you haven't had enough sleep, just sleep in another couple of hours and come to work later. I mean, it, it's, all, it's all rocket science.
1: And I'm sure the government would allow that.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you just work your own hours. Like, you know, as long as you don't... See, come this like- is why
1: this is why Parliament question time starts at 2 o'clock. Mm.
0: Right? Oh you have your... Have your um, Siesta after you have a quick bite to eat, yeah, and you get into the, the question time, <laughs> so they can have a sleep in if they want. Well, you gotta have a sleep in. I mean, yeah, no, what sort of what sort of what sort of weird world are we doing here?
1: Right. Okay. Now, shut up for a second, Terry.
0: I'm shutting up for a second here, Kieran.
1: <laughs> I I think I've told you this. I'm now in the city. I'm now catching the train, and I, I think last time I updated you, um, there was the perfume incident. The the girl, I remember the, the girl who smelled too incident. much yes. of perfume. Well, I, I, I'm not sure if this is what regular people face on day to day on their day to day travels, but I feel like my eyes have been opened up, I, and I, I, you're experiencing
0: the real world, is what we say <laughs> in the uh, in the normal I'm people out sector.
1: Of, I'm out of my bubble, my safe bubble, bubble or the car, <laughs> you know, where where I would I would literally. Drive to the university, park underneath the building, catch the lift up, sit at my desk. I could even order books from the library and mm. they would be delivered to me. So I didn't even have to leave. That's amazing. I'd go down to level one. There's a there's a restaurant, cafeteria this thing. This is what the taxpayer right? is actually paying for, people. Right? To do Kieran you know what I mean? did not have to leave any and, and sort then, of air-conditioned vehicle. And then, you know, like six months would come by and then I'd do some teaching and I'd walk across campus and go, shit, when did that building get built, right? Yeah. That was... That was my life for four years, and now, okay, something has changed, has it? Well, now I'm located in the city, so yep. it's better to catch
0: the train, of course. And t- I told you that early on. You're like, oh, let me just drive in and go. You fucking idiot! Like, because right. really, you're fortunate in parking. Right. So, 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 and
1: I was, I i I was shocked. Right. I'm on the train. Yep. It's I'm on my way, so it's about ten a.m., maybe ten thirty. Yep. And uh, I, I deliberately do that. I start my morning checking emails and stuff at home because I refuse to get peak hour train travel. That's right? fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need to uh, refuse well, that that's, to, that's one of those right? things
0: why I start early because I'm like, I miss a lot of that train com- coming in and I miss most of it coming out as well. Yeah,
1: so I refu- refuse. Anyway, I, I sort of do the bit of the later, like 10.30 to like 7.30, you Yeah, know I mean? So, you know. A person was speaking really loudly on their phone. Rude. Yeah, Continue. Like obnoxiously loud. <laughs> right. And I've caught the train for about now three weeks. Oh <laughs> my goodness, Jesus! You are really struggling over aren't you? I <laughs> oh, am. Yeah. And I was like, I'm pretty. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the social etiquette is shut up on the train. Yes. Right. Don't speak on the train. Correct. Just look at your phone. Correct. Look out the window. Yes. Don't make eye contact. Right. Just, you know, let's do this in silence and get there. Yeah. Right? No one wants to hear. And I'm sorry to offend you, but it was one of those, you know, um, I think she was Italian. Yeah, sounds about About right. like 18.
0: Yep. Yep. So talk. Okay, I'll tell you. Did she have lots of makeup on? Oh yeah. Did she have lots of uh, piercings? Uh, not quite. Oh, did she? Did she? uh, Was she very dark skinned? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to tell you everyone here a bit of a thing, and I'm going to offend a lot of uh, some people, which is going to be great. So, those types of Italians are Sicilian. Okay. (laughs)
1: <laughs> You're not Sicilian,
0: no, right? No, no, no. So I'm from the mainland. I'm from okay. the southern Italian, which is best Italy. Yeah. That's where... That's the nice Italians. That's right. That's So southern Italy... So Let me break up Italy really quickly. Southern Italian is where your sauces come from, like your red tomato sauce. Yep. Up north is more creamy. Mm-hmm. And Sicily is where Jersey Shore come from. Right, okay. Right. So if you see someone that's over the top, especially the women, they dress up way too much, they put yeah. on too much makeup, too much jewellery, too much... They, and they speak... They're the ones that have that really, like, muzzer... Like, oh God, the that's it. That's the voice. That's the voice. Yep. Yeah, I don't do that. Uh, I try to stay professional. But those are more most likely from the region of Sicily, which is like, you know, if you look at Italy, it's a boot... They're the, the soccer ball-looking mm-hmm. part of, of, of Italy. Got it. So that's a real thing. And I remember once we were meeting up with some of Jess's friends, and one of, one of her friends was... Uh, yeah, I brought this girl along, and uh, she was very dark-featured, lots of makeup, lots of jewelry, this and that, and she talked a bit muzzery. Um, anyway, later on in the night, we had a couple of drinks, and I go, hey, you know, are you Sicilian? And she's like, oh my god, how did you know? Yeah, I'm Sicilian, I'm so proud, la, la, And Jess afterwards comes up to me and goes, how the hell do you know she's Sicilian? I go, well, it's the dark features, it's the, the makeup, it's the muzzery accent, purely purely Sicilian and now you'll never not you'll look at all these other like people that are Italian or this and that uh, look a bit like that mm-hmm. and you'll go and you'll, you can ask them now. Like, hey are you from is your family from Sicily and I I reckon good 70-80% will say yes wow
1: there you yeah, go yeah so there you go people anyway Since- so I I was just like uh, I, I, um, uh, I actually just cha- I was too, too in, I just changed carriages I was like fuck this I'm moving carriages to a nice peaceful quiet carriage um, but yes, I I'm struggling on the train.
0: It, yeah. Okay. So the trick with the train is just to get a good pair of headphones. Yeah. And uh, listen to the "We Only Do One Take" podcast, which okay. is available now on SoundCloud and we're iTunes. Gonna, we're going
1: to need to pump these out five days a week
0: now. <laughs> it's well. This is why I want to get them out on time, Kieran, because our loyal fans probably listen to these in the car or on the train or however they get. I I will, commute to I will work.
1: provide a service update. Yes. Uh, at the end of the podcast.
0: All oh, right. That sounds good to me. It sounds good to me. Oh. Now, Kieran, have you got an article for us?
1: Uh, I, I've got some crackers. Excellent. Uh, some some crackers today. <laughs>
0: They're coming, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you want me to start it off No, now? no, no, no. no i got, got it, I've, no, got it. No, I've got it That's good. It here. Oh, good.
1: <laughs> uh, you work for the government, right? I do. I do. Um, so you'll understand this. Yep. Uh, and I'm really interested to hear your insight in this. Okay. Okay, so Jogger accidentally crosses into the U.S. from Canada in, and is detained for two weeks.
0: <laughs> wow!
1: <laughs> so the coast of White Rock, British Columbia, in mm. Western Canada, Canada, looks to be an ideal place for a run, with its sweeping views of the Semiahmoo Bay Nailed to the west. It. <laughs> <laughs> To the west and scores of waterfront homes and seafood restaurants to the east. That's what 19-year-old della Roman thought when she went jogging along the area's smooth beaches in a southbound direction. Very important to notice that. Notably yep. on May 21. Mm-hmm. Roman, who lives in France, had been visiting her mother in nearby North Delta, British Columbia. During her run, she was admiring the scenery when she unwittingly crossed the border from Canada into the United States. Roman told CBC News she hadn't seen any signs indicating she was about to cross into the United States. Now I saw this documentary. Yeah. So you got the wall basically on the Mexico side, yeah. but on the Canadian side, it's just these little like white markers, yeah, yeah like yeah. these things, and you could literally just walk, yeah, be in to the bushland, USA, Canada, yeah, be USA, in the bushland yeah. and walk through it, right, yeah. without even realizing. Um. Anyway, so she she was going on this run and she hadn't seen any signs, and then. Two United States Custom and Border Protection officers approached her shortly after she accidentally left Canada. An officer stopped me and started telling me I'd crossed the border illegally. (laughs) I told him that I had not done it on purpose and that I didn't understand what was happening. Ah, uh, oh, but she's French, right? Yeah, she's French. <laughs> a map provided by CNN indicates that Roman would have crossed the border near Peach Ark. A white marble monument was erected there. So a white marble monument erected yeah. in 1921. So it probably looks like a rock.
0: Probably, yeah, yeah. at this point. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so
1: Roman, who was not carrying any identification because course, she was on she's a on a run, run. right, on a run, Or proof of, re- proof of citizenship. Um, and she
0: would have needed like a passport because she's from France. Yeah, that's
1: right. Anyway, so the officers and she's thinking, "Oh, she'll be let off with a warning." The officers had to detain her. Now this is where it gets really interesting. She was, um, uh, she was processed, but she was taken to the Northwest Detention Centre in Tacoma, Washington, about 140 miles south of the border point where she had been arrested. So they took her even further into America. America. Yeah. <laughs> to process her. Then they had to ask Canada to return her right, and get <laughs> approval from Canada. I thought a two-week turnaround was bloody amazing. And they dropped her off at the point that she entered America.
0: Wow. 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 So if we put a, a price tag on the activities that have just occurred, this could have been done uh, for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> and now it's probably added. So what's that? One hundred. What's say hundred and fifty miles, give or take? Give or take. That's that's like you know, and then driving it back. that's three hundred miles. That's six. You know, six, about four hundred and fifty kilometers, five hundred kilometers. Take a tank of petrol. Yep. It's what uh, about you know depending on the car about eighty Australian seventy eighty Australian yep. dollars give or take now
1: plus the two officers plus
0: the two officers up and back plus the time played plus some uh, and the meal sec- allowance
1: yeah and the security the as security
0: well security same- so that's like a, a you know probably over the uh, two days two two weeks was it two weeks that is probably with all the paperwork and the marking and the software that's probably a twenty thousand dollar exercise for someone who just wanted to go for a jog yeah I know the simple thing is like
1: turn around and run back. Yeah, isn't that? Like, isn't they're that not going to com- catch you. <laughs> like obviously, it, 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 there's no one at Canada going. Oh, you can't enter.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So there you go, people. If you want to escape to Canada, apparently it's real easy. You Just keep walking.
1: Oh, <laughs> just I sorry. I just was like, that is government bureaucracy gone mad. Oh, that's just
0: fantastic. That is. I'm really. I'm so proud. It's not just our government. Like sometimes <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I wonder if other other governments around around the world are just as like you know useless and bureaucratic as ours and it is it's it like every time you t- read about something in the US or the UK or well, France well, or, it's, it's it's just as archaic it's just as slow it's just as bureauc- bureaucratic right
1: right now there's a pro- projects going on with all these ambulance um, here in Victoria yeah these ambulance stations within the next three years they're going to be demolished yeah and rebuilt like it's a three to ten year plan right yeah That's- but there's a number that have been marked for three years but the government, but the, the department has got um, a budget and they need to spend it before the end of financial year. So there's a number of these um, stations about to be demolished. So they're being repainted.
0: Yeah, yeah. You've got to do that. I mean, you know. I was <laughs> just like, uh, what? Yeah. Because uh, otherwise you've got a request from the from treasury to carry that money over. And that's actually a harder process half the time. <laughs> Than it is just to use it. So there you go. That's that's some real real numbers there. Government,
1: taxpayer money, at work, efficiency is what government is all about. That's right.
0: Efficiency. That's right. Um. Well, from local governments like that to the world stage, Kieran, it's my absolute favourite time every four years. It is... The world cup i've just talked about this before
1: now australia's playing tonight. it's a very exciting
0: right? it's a very exciting time so we'll talk about australia first okay um, so as of this point of this recording australia lost their first game against france 2-1 which is actually not a bad result i think we probably could have got the draw but this new var video assisted ref thing not a huge fan of it yet but we'll see how that goes but then you know it did help us out in the in the next game against Denmark where we mm-hmm. drew one all which actually put us into into the chance excuse me in a chance to qualify into the top 16 which Whitey is the brilliant. knockout stage which yeah. is amazing which would be fantastic so for australia to get into the top 16 we have to beat peru which which we play which who yeah who we are playing tonight mm-hmm. at midnight and france have to beat denmark Even if they win by a goal. So, Australia wins by a goal and France wins by a goal, then we're in. Alright. Which is really exciting. Will
1: France beat Denmark?
0: Uh, I think that they will. Yeah. When are they playing? They're playing, I think, at um, like three o'clock in the morning. Okay. So, they're playing after us.
1: Yeah. Will Australia beat Peru? Um, What are our odds?
0: I, depending on the team that the coach puts out, I absolutely think we can beat Peru. Ju- especially judging from our other performances against the other teams i think we're really hitting our stride now but we australia's weakness is the first 15 minutes of the game we go into the first 15 minutes of the game not sounds,
1: sounds like my monday night basketball team
0: yeah yeah like the first like <laughs> 10 minutes 15 minutes australia f- still looks like they're warming up uh but after that and uh, that's the thing like the last two games that have happened that's when the other teams have scored.
1: Mm, okay.
0: And then Australia play on the back foot and suddenly they're, they're alert. They're awake. They want to they score. They want to do a whole bunch of stuff.
1: Right. Okay. So, so we
0: need to, th- we, I think the coach needs to go in and go like straight into the game and go, we are losing one nil. We've got 45 minutes. Go and win. And I th- we've got to motivate the boys to do that sort of stuff.
1: Well, if I was Prime Minister of Australia, I would be there right now watching them.
0: Uh, me too. We discussed this. We discussed, but you no. Know what some exciting news? Australia, we're in um, uh, Kochi, mm. Co- uh, something like that. One of the cap. That's where our home base is. Yeah. Uh, the Australians that have gone over there have been, like, especially against the first game against France. One of the most expensive players on earth, who did not deserve to be one of the most expensive players of earth. Uh, Paul Pogba, plays for France, ex Juventus mm-hmm. player, which is my team, now plays for Manchester United, said that pl- playing against Australia in Russia felt like it was an Australian home game because of how many people from Australia actually went to the game, and were supporting, it and that were really? chanting. That's how? Yeah, he felt like it was an Australian home game.
1: Wow. But
0: that's the thing. So many people from Australia have gone over there that in the in the sta- in the let's um, call like the t- the city that they're staying in in the Australia camp, they've drank all the beer.
1: Good on them. All of it. Like, well they've
0: done. had to order in more beer for the Australians because they've drank so much. That's brilliant. That's a real thing that's actually happened to the Australian team. But there's been lots of other really fun news in the World Cup. Um, Iceland, who is my one of my favourite underdog teams, underdog stories of all time. So their country is made up of 334,000 people. Mm-hmm. Which is you know um, we've got and not the coldest place on earth either. No, no, it's Greenland. No, no,
1: no. There's another place in Serbia.
0: Ah, there you go. But that was, so sorry, Ic- that was a fun fact. No, that's good, good fun fact. But Iceland have a team uh, of n- like not all of them are actually professional players. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, for three hundred and thirty thousand yeah. people, right? I think I think I could be a soccer player there. Yeah,
0: yeah. So apparently, like. 10, 15 years ago.
1: Maybe I'll move
0: to Iceland and join their <laughs> Olympic team. I don't know in what. Oh, you can join the basketball team. Why not? you <laughs> are right at that. <laughs> I'm sure I could join the soccer team at the moment. No, probably not, actually. They've been really good. Is because- bowling an Olympic sport? Lawn bowls. Isn't it? N-
1: n- uh, Maybe. No, lawn bowls is a Commonwealth ah,
0: sport. Ah, my mistake. Well, anyway, so Iceland played Argentina, who were one of the favourites to... To win the World Cup, and they've got you know the mo- yeah. one of the greatest players of all time, Leo Messi, in there, and they drew. Now,
1: bloody brilliant!
0: Leo Messi had a penalty, mm. and the goalkeeper who he saved the penalty, mm. and he's not a professional player. Yeah, he's a full time like a film director, right? <laughs> <laughs> and goalkeeping is like your second thing, and yeah. one of the other players, I can't think, from the defence or midfield his full-time job that he had to take a uh, some leave for to go to the world cup he's actually a dentist <laughs> that's brilliant so that's something that's also happened but the article that i wanted to bring in which i found the most exciting thing about the world cup so far are the nigerians so the african teams uh, i think africa Nigeria, have, have nigeria have come um, uh no no cameroon but they've got a couple of teams in there at the moment so just just i just
1: want i just want to point something out right? Yeah, yeah yeah USA didn't make it to the World Cup. That's correct. Right. And I know you can't compare, you know, Group D with Group A, whatever Nigeria's in, but Nigeria made it. Yes, because... America has a no, population...
0: No, 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 because no, no. they play... Because yeah, America I, I will know. play against Brazil to get in. Yeah, yeah, I know. In. I know. But right? Africa know. only plays against other African I know, countries. I know, I know
1: Africa only plays, right. But um, let's not get bogged down in the technicalities, right. But America's got a population of 400 million, right. What's Brazil got?
0: They're actually a pretty populous country.
1: Yeah, but they can't have four hundred. No, million, I don't think so. Right? No.
0: but yeah, I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Uh, I, I, the USA should be
0: in. Well, it just just depends on the group that they get in to progress. But you know, the, the USA team have been okay. They're kind of they're kind of like Australia. They're sort of, been lumped in with a lot of other really good teams. Like, even this time, we're sort of lucky to get in, but, you know, compared to pl- countries like Japan, where soccer mm. is, like, one of the most popular sports. Like, it's like Australia. Popular sports are rugby and AFL. In the USA, it's baseball and, and um, NFL.
1: I don't make excuses yeah. for them.
0: but you I know, just want
1: to rip into our USA list out.
0: <laughs> well, they didn't make it, but neither did Italy, sh- so, sh- you know sh- what sh- I mean? Like, I can't
1: really... Do- Shock question. Yeah. Um, are more of the Australian soccer players from Melbourne or Sydney...
0: Um, Melbourne is the correct answer. There you go. I'm going to say Melbourne. <laughs> take I'm that. Actually, I was actually trying to think, and I think most of them are f- more of them are from Melbourne than than Sydney. Yes. Yeah. Take that, Sydney. There you go. But Tim Cahill, I think, is from from, Sydney, from um, New South Wales. Yeah, there but he's go. got a house in Melbourne, there so he's a Melbourne. That's area. true. Actually, that's actually true. Um, so nonetheless, so Nigeria is my favourite t- uh, team from the African nations at the moment because. They've done something that I didn't think any country would be able to do. So, Nigeria's uh, symbol is the chicken. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you know, Australia has like the kangaroo and the emu and stuff like that. Um, France has like the the cock. Mm -hmm. Um, England have the lion, that. But Nigeria have the chicken and they're very, very proud of their chicken. They're very, very proud of their chicken. In fact... One of the ways that they support their teams. I
1: don't know where this is going. One
0: of, one of the ways that they support their teams is they actually bring live chickens into their stadiums. In Come Africa. on, Australia,
1: pick up your game. Let's bring live and kangaroos one, in.
0: One of the So, Kieran, I want you to describe to me this picture here of this Nigerian man who's about to enter a World Cup game in Russia. Well, there's a mob. Not a mob. <laughs> right uh
1: they theres uh, there's quite a few of them they've got a they've got a banner yeah all right they're so proud very serious faces as well uh probably soccer hooligans and the chicken he's <laughs> holding the chicken up in the air I just want to point out the colors of Nigeria are green and gold and white yep right well, <laughs> green 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 and white green, green and, and white. white sorry yeah green and white uh the chicken has also been painted green. Green. And it it's obviously a white... Happy. It does like not a, look happy. It's a white chicken. It's but it's a,
0: how is he holding this chicken? He's got the feet. He's holding the feet. It cannot it's, do anything. But it's upward. It's like standing up. But it's not flapping its wings. No. I think the paint's sticking it down. <laughs> oh. So anyway, um, so a lot of Nigerian fans have asked to take chickens in, Um, uh, the Russians have told them, look, you shouldn't be able to do it, Um, you know, especially at some of the bigger venues, but in the smaller venues they might be able to, but we'll see how they go, but they've been really, really wanting to bring in live chickens, but they have been bringing them outside the stadium and holding them up just to support the team, as they say. Support the team. So we, the ju- we, ju- really we just use
1: blow-up kangaroos. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is, I think, a bit more humane.
1: <laughs> uh, good good, well, good on him. Oh. Um, right. I See, this is why I should probably print out my This notes. is why you're going to print out your notes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn technology. Uh, Alright, now, um, we are at war.
0: With, with what? Spotify, Pornhub, uh, SoundCloud... Right, which one, which one are we talking about here? Well, I, have, I read
1: an article and I thought, we need to step it up. We need to step... Look, hear, hear me out. And then um, you're going to see what we're going to need to do, alright? You're going to yeah. get some ideas. Um, so what do you know about the feud between Saudi
0: Arabia and Qatar? <sighs> um, I'm assuming it's about oil. But I think are they different sects of Islam?
1: Oh look, I don't know. Is
0: that is that is that what we're talking about? Uh, or are we talking about something a bit more? Well,
1: about a year ago. Yeah. About a year ago, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, a few other countries were like cut cut off ties with Qatar, right? Right. And Qatar Airlines couldn't fly their airplanes through their airspace.
0: Makes sense, yeah. Right? yeah.
1: So they completely cut them off, right? They've had they've had a, a feud. Well, Saudi Arabia is moving forward with a plan to dig a canal that would physically enshrine its year-long rift with Qatar by turning the emirate from a peninsula bordering the kingdom into an island. But it gets even better. (laughs) Right? They also want to dump their nuclear waste in the canal. (laughs) Oh, man. That's just... It's estimated to cost... Uh, 750 million US dollars to build.
0: So, (laughs) they're like...
1: Oh, oh, sorry. The um, canal would be 60 kilometres long, 200 metres wide, running... (laughs) Jesus
0: (laughs) Christ!
1: (laughs) Yeah, 200 metres wide, (laughs) running the entire length of the strip of the Saudi Territory that borders Qatar... And currently, five people have put in for tender applications. Tender applications close in the next few days. I should. We
0: should put one in. <laughs> I've got like four guys and a couple of shovels. We got this. <laughs> uh, That's incredible. So they want to dig a, a trench so big yeah. that Saudi Arabia is no longer connected to them. Correct. And then fill it with nuclear waste. <laughs> Uh, yeah, water and nuclear waste. That's great. Yeah. I think that is. You know what's great about Qatar? They're hosting the next World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Um,
1: so I just want to. I'll just show you on the map there. Oh, yeah, please, please this doesn't help our
0: listeners. No, no, no.
1: But there is. There's Qatar. Yep. That, that yeah, yeah, that little block that sits yeah, yeah. out there, right? And then you've got the the rest. So basically, Saudi Arabia is going to uh, dig between there and there.
0: Right. So Saudi Arabia is just going to cut them straight off. Yeah, so they'll become an island. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I know (laughs) to people listening, there just pull up a map, (laughs) Google Maps, type in Qatar, right, and you'll find it. But everyone around them, um, it's like Bahrain, Egypt. I was uh, going to think
0: like Kuwait, Iran have all cut ties. All cut ties. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. If anyone is sort of thinking what would it look like, think of Italy. Everyone knows where Italy is on the map. Think if they just dug a trench. Right across and left Italy as an island instead of a, instead of a, yeah. connected to the mainland. Basically, yeah.
1: Just imagine if the Roman Empire would whatever got so sick of like everyone else. <laughs> I think I'm it was a, they didn't do this. There was to be a f- honest, a few other kingdoms yeah, back, yeah, yeah. you know, back centuries ago. So yeah. How's that for a dummy spit?
0: That's great. That's great. <laughs> I'm very. That's oh, mate. That is like.
1: Yeah, I think... Maybe Trump should do that. Don't build a wall. Just dig a trench. Just dig a trench. 200 <laughs> metres wide.
0: Nah, look, he's he's happy with his, his 10 feet... Uh, 50 feet wall, 50 foot high wall. He's, he's doing pretty well. He's having a great time over there. Oh. Do, you, do you have any Trump news for us? I don't, I don't. But you know what I do have, Kieran? And this podcast is becoming more about this than any other news. This is the... the you know, some podcasts always have like a recurring theme. Yep. Our recurring theme is sex robots. Yeah. So... We've got another article here about sex robots. So, a famous sex robot can now refuse sex if she is not in the mood. How does a robot get in the mood? (laughs) I'm sorry, I don't understand that. This is my first... So, yeah. So, anyway. Samantha, the now famous sex robot from creator Dr. Sergi Santos, has been given a major upgrade. She is now able to refuse sex from her human partner if she is not in the mood or is feeling disrespected. The upgrade will allow Samantha to enter dummy mode, huh? <laughs> an unresponsive state due to a variety of reasons, including the overly, uh, in- including an overly aggressive partner. She can also enter this mode if she feels bored with her partner's actions. So basically, just girlfriend mode. Um, Samantha is meant to be a realistic partner. She has motorized hands, hips, and a motorized face which can whisper uh, whisper endearments to her partner if properly stimulated. In, her, in addition to her sex mode, she also has modes for, now get this, family, romantic, as well as setting, for extra naughty level. Okay,
1: only one of them. I, okay, so the point is you've got a sex robot.
0: Yes. Right. Which is there to have sex with? That's yeah. It's basically maybe just
1: a, maybe get naughty with as I'll, well. I right? was
0: gonna say. I was gonna it's just a, a a huge sex toy. Yeah, that's all it is. Do you need it for the other things? I I don't un, like unless you want a full girlfriend experience. But then again, why would you buy a sex robot when you can just get a girlfriend to just. I'm not interested. Like, why would you have something I'm like sorry, that? I'm sorry,
1: artificial intelligence isn't good enough yet to have the girlfriend experience.
0: No, it's pretty easy. Like, it, if it's saying here that she's not going to be interested if she's bored or have an overly ag- aggressive partner, then that's... Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. just turn I, herself off. Then I, that's I, like every I've girlfriend. I've got this
1: right. I, I understand where they're coming from now. There was, must have been a few issues with the sex robot having sex and they had to make some modifications. Yeah. Too hard. What we'll do, <laughs> right...
0: It's it's not, do, a, it's not a bug; it's a feature.
1: How do we how do we solve? Yeah, how do we solve this? Oh, it's not a problem. It's now just not in the yeah, mood. Yeah, it's not in the mood. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, so brilliant marketing. Well
0: done. Oh, so this new dummy mode might offer an opportunity for male users to learn a thing or two about consent and respecting one's partner. The robot. It's a robot. <laughs> Uh, but there, there, but there remains one glaring difference between Samantha and a real life w- woman. While she possesses the ability to shut down when she's feeling disrespected, she does not possess the ability to fight back, and there are no repercussions for partners who ignore her protests. So basically, they're saying that what they need to add to these is Terminator mode as well. Yeah, and that way, if if a guy does try to uh, stick his dick in it. <laughs> when she's not feeling in the mood, she needs to be able to chop it off. <laughs> uh,
1: can we get a sex robot for the show? Uh, you,
0: well, you know what? This is so. he has this one. According to a new study, so there have been studies that other study we read was wrong. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> a study from Fork Tip. Seventy-one percent of men and fifty percent of women would replace their partners with sexual uh, robot, sexual surrogates. Dr. Santos himself, who's the guy who's created the, the, the yeah. created the software for it to not want to have sex, uh, claims that the use of Samantha has saved his own 16-year marriage and he has provided an opportunity for him to satisfy his sexual urges even when his wife isn't in the mood. Except when Samantha's not Not in the the mood mood as well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, just um
1: so anyway, so you do we, we have any? Do we have any stats on how many they've sold?
0: Well, this is the thing. So it's, uh, Samantha is on her way onto the open market. The actual release date has not been named, but they will be priced. And I'm assuming this is a US site. It's a US site from memory. Is four thousand seven hundred dollars US. Okay. So that's about like six grand, give or take. Yeah. Australian. Yeah. So there you go. So six grand, you can get a uh, piece of plastic with some robot things in it that you are meant to have sex with, but can tell you it's not in the mood to have sex with probably still a lot cheaper Um, (laughs) than having a girlfriend you're going to do dinners
1: you're going to do shows
0: yeah you can't just hose down a girlfriend (laughs)
1: look I want to talk about heroes
0: (laughs) (laughs) can we just talk about Samantha the sex robot (laughs) Uh,
1: kind of hero Uh, Turch you like pizza don't you I'd hope so do you think Samantha likes pizza too
0: she's a girl so yes she loves carbohydrates
1: (laughs) (laughs) Firefighters respond to crash, finish pizza delivery in New York. Yes! <laughs> uh, Alright, so firefighters in New York decided to complete a pizza delivery after they responded to a crash that injured a pizza delivery driver. A crew from the Henareta, Henareta, Henre, anyway, Fire District, just outside Rochester, responded to the two car crash. Uh, Saturday afternoon. While the driver was being cared for by the ambulance, the firefighters decided to finish the job. The pizza, still intact, was delivered to the customers. Firefighters posted the photo of the delivery on Facebook, thanking the man for ordering out and not risking the chance of burning food or setting off the fire alarm. <laughs> and I'll give, I'll I'm the so glad like, government's money go.
0: has been spent on that. Can you imagine, like... So that pizza would have been late. Yeah. Like, maybe it's an Uber Eats car... Maybe, you know, Maybe. whatever it is. So they've stopped. They're looking on their app and the app's just like, the car's just not moving. And suddenly <laughs> a bunch of fire people, a fire, firemen, you know, fire people rock up with your pizza. Yeah. And go, hi, here's your pizza. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? Like, well, the person's car where this was has burnt <laughs> and we're here to deliver the pizza. We saved the pizza. We saved the pizza. The people <laughs> We could have saved, saved one thing, it was your pizza. <laughs> That's right. And you get guilty for it's funny that you bring in an article about a fire thing, because I've also got one. How's this one? And I thought of you. I found this. Yeah. And I thought of you. Alright. Crew called out to own station. Response time. Exceptional. <laughs> 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 a Dundee fire crew responded to a smoke alarm sound at their own fire station this morning. Fire and Emergency New Zealand spokeswoman Lynn Crossan said a lookout point crew was called to the lookout point station just before nine thirty, but stood down very quickly after they discovered the alarm was due to smoke coming from an oven. Something overcooked maybe. Crews on the scene were crews <laughs> were on the scene within moments. <laughs> Our response time was exceptional.
1: <laughs> I'm not kidding. Right, I'm not kidding. <laughs> As a volunteer firefighter here in Melbourne, that shit has actually happened.
0: <laughs> oh, that's. Oh. oh.
1: Uh. And the funny thing is, right, because there at the station, you then have to get on the radio and be like, "Big Fire, St yeah. Andrew Station," and they're like, "Go ahead, St Andrew Station, Big Fire, St Andrew Station, on scene."
0: Yeah. <laughs> Exceptional <laughs> report time.
1: It's ah. Oh. That is that is
0: brilliant. Uh, oh, Kieran, I've got like another semi rant that's also news related. Are you okay. ready for this? Okay, Kieran, what do you know about Kmart?
1: Um, Kmart. Yeah. Uh, well, they moved their checkout thing into the center of the store, which is
0: stupid. I don't understand.
1: Which I'm. Stu- I, I don't go to Kmart that often, yeah. but when I do, I've I habitually walk to like the exit where the checkout should be. And then I'm like, ah,
0: oh, fuck. Walk
1: I've got to walk back to the middle now. And I don't buy anything more, right? Yeah. That, te- that technique doesn't work on me. I try. Okay. Um, but, but what
0: do you know about Kmart hacks? Uh, Kmart hacks? Yeah. Um, not much. All no, right. So you've would you would, you been on a bunch of new sites in, in Australia. Mm. And uh, I don't know if it's the same for the USA, but definitely in Australia, Kmart's sort of become this big phenomenon over the last like two years, because they've really changed the what they're selling and they're actually beating Target now. Target. Target, my mistake. They're actually beating Target now in, mm-hmm. in sales and a whole bunch of stuff. They're owned by the same company, but they're beating they're beating them out mm. with, within like what they're selling because Tar- like Kmart used to be cheap goods Yeah. and then Target was sort of a bit higher up, but now it's sort of blended, but Kmart's a lot cheaper. Mm. And one thing that's sort of happening now within this space is that you're seeing all these articles online mm-hmm. about these things called Kmart hacks. Mm-hmm. And I brought a few in to show you because it's hard to describe them. But basically, like, there's a few news websites that are really really do these a lot. And one of them is, like, news.com.au. Now, I've talked about news.com.au quite a bit on this show about how I don't really like them. And I think that they're hack journalists, most of them. Mm-hmm. And they write a lot of shit articles. But this happens a lot of these websites, a lot of more...
1: They're not quality media yeah, outlets they're not like really the quality... We Only Do they One Take, take podcast.
0: exactly right. Yeah, You know, they sort of put out these fluff pieces. Which has pieces. an
1: on-time delivery of 99.9%. <laughs>
0: That's right. Uh, you've done the stats for that, I'm assuming. <laughs> um, but, you know, they sort of put out these sort of pieces. And what like a lot of these seem to be pretty stupid-looking ones that you go, these are just just advertisements. How does an advertisement become a news article so let me just read a few of these little things for you so this one here is called uh this is the headline social media users going to meltdown over kmart pie hack and then the byline is It's a $29 device that came out that put social media into Meltdown, all because it can make Nutella donuts in under 10 minutes. And there's a full article. Not only is there a full article about it. I don't know
1: about you, but I do like Nutella donuts. I do like Nutella donuts. Tell me me more.
0: Well, I do like Nutella donuts too, but basically they just, you know, they just give all these pictures with a recipe that they can actually, like, you know, people can make them. And they tell them, go down to... You know, uh, Kmart—they've just pulled comments straight off of Facebook and stuff like that. Here's another one, right? Have a look at this one. Yeah. This one here: A woman shares a clever six-dollar hack to stop losing socks in the wash. An Australian woman shared her shared her ingenious six-dollar hack for avoiding losing socks in the wash, and her idea is going viral. And look at that. So basically, she just buys this this uh, large delicates bag and hangs it. That—that's the article. That picture that you see <laughs> down the bottom is what? the article. Oh, that's okay. a real article that they've published. And look, there's one more here.
1: Do you know what they're doing right? Kmart's paying. Well News.com. Yeah,
0: yeah. So this is the thing, right? So here's here's the last one here. Uh clothing hack Kmart uh, secret Kmart trick costs just twelve dollars. And look at this. So this girl boys buys this top and just like edits it by changing things around. And that's the whole article. And I'm like, how the hell? Are they actually doing this? Because you can't actually, because this is a, technically an advertisement. Yeah. You can't actually pay for an advertisement without uh, that to be a news article. Mm. That's one of those things you can't do. So Kmart sort of has to get around this in in a way. So I did a bit of investigative research, and Ooh. by that I mean, oh no, can we get
1: look. some do 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 do? <laughs>
0: So I, I went out of my way because I thought, you know, we had a bit more time to organise out this sort of episode. And I thought to myself, I'll do some bit of an investiga- investigative research and see how this actually happens. Mm-hmm. And there's actually been a bit of work done, so I sort of stole a lot of ideas and now I'm presenting it as my own. Fantastic. Well, welcome to Journalism 2018. <laughs> so. First... <laughs> Just like all the articles. Yeah. Uh, we, don't even saw, we don't even tell people where we get our, our articles from. <laughs> Nonetheless. <laughs> When we read the headlines, <laughs> people can go search it out. So, if you type in Kmart hacks mm-hmm. or Kmart mums into Google, you come up with a whole bunch of stuff. And a lot of it is a social media account. Now, I've talked recently about like we've got an Instagram account, we've got a Facebook account, and we try to. So, I'm on social media a little bit, quite a bit, especially during the evenings when I'm trying to make sure that we keep our. Our listeners updated with stuff or post funny articles and stuff like with that. With the
1: best news entertainment. Do you know we've got... By the way, we've got competition. We have serious competition. Yeah. It's called... And I want to plug it because I actually quite like it. They don't do podcasts, so we're okay. Yeah. But it's called Morning Brew. Yeah. Right. Um, and for those that like to know a little bit about sort of... it's How funny is this? It's an Australian company, but it's based on American news. Right, but it's more related to do with I've you know, probably all the people have tuned off now, but it's to do with a little bit of like the stocks and then funny, interesting information. Oh, it's cool! Like it's a really cool, cool little thing. It's a on. really cool. Uh, so check it out. I, I strongly yeah. recommend people check out Morning Brew. Get on their email. Get on the email list. They send it out every. It's for America, so in the morning. Yeah, but we get it in the evening. Yep. Um, but I'm I'm really enjoying reading it.
0: There you it's go. It's about
1: a five minute read.
0: Perfect. And That's all you need.
1: And it's a good good little update. Yeah.
0: So going back, like I said, I did a bit of research looking around this and that and found so I found this Facebook group and it's called Kmart Mums Australia. And look at this. This is the literally the first thing I found on this thing on this uh, on this Facebook group. Remember I was talking about the article about the Nutella Donuts? Mm. Look at that.
1: Oh, that looks like the same picture.
0: That is exactly not only the same picture, but the exact same words. And mm-hmm. exactly the same comments when I had a bit of a read of the comments. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "Shit! What the hell's going on here? This is ridiculous!" Like they've literally just posted. They've just found something they have found on this one website so- web page, and mm-hmm. post. And that's the same. For you all know this when I did my stuff. media training. Yeah,
1: right? we got told. By the way, write the write the article for the journalist. Make sure definitely make sure you put ends at the end because they'll probably just copy and paste yeah. it.
0: Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> so going here. Yeah. Um, these are other two items that are on this site, you know, they've got a few dates and stuff like that. But these, if you look them up, if you type in KmartHacksNews.com or any news site, news, and then type in the product, you can actually find articles of these products that are hidden advertisements, and with, with people saying that these are hidden, you know, hacks that mums have found that only cost a couple of bucks. Now, Kieran, you were telling me, you were saying before that Kmart actually pays this. So
1: well I, I suspect they've got some kind of arrangement where they're not directly paying for the articles yeah but Kmart is making a payment Well somehow
0: and you're absolutely right. So what happens is these they find these Kmart mums who have bought a product in the past and usually people like buy a product and really love it they'll tag like the shop that they bought it from or put especially on Instagram like Instagram's really big for this sort of thing. Mm. People would use the hashtag Kmart or something like that. They'll find these people with big followings, like 20,000 followers or something like that, and go, hey, would you like to try this product? And, they, and um, one of these people, um, the founder of Kmart Mums, actually said, they flew me, this is a quote, "said they flew me to Melbourne along with 30 other influencers all across Australia and even from New Zealand, and uh, they got to see all these products yeah. before they came out. And then... When they came back, they sent them gift cards saying, thank you for attending these things. Here's some gift cards if you'd like to purchase them. So what happens is they basically go here, try these products out. These mums make a post about it. And because they've got so many followers, all these people like it and share it. And then it gets picked up by the media. Because they're all interconnected. Mm-hmm. and they go, oh well, you know all these people are talking about it on social media and their social media fluff pieces that they're always right. And Kmart for the price of a product, which I'm sure costs them nothing like a deck chair or a $29 donut maker, suddenly get you know not only 20,000 people in this in this Kmart Mum's Facebook page seeing it, but they get you know all the readers of news.com.au, which is probably what a you know, hundred thousand, two hundred thousand people a day sort of skim.
1: It's all win win.
0: Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, and it's all it's, you know it's all perfectly legal, obviously. But you know this lady here, Melanie Grace, she was uh, interviewed by Current Affair. I know it's not the best news source, but she was. But apparently, she's been gifted approximately sixty thousand dollars worth of goods, just because she's been doing these posts. You know, it's absolutely insane. I, so I what you're know. saying
1: is <laughs> we need to find some came-up uh, uh, mums. We need to bring them here. They need to see the show. They need to see the show. Yeah, they need to watch the show. They need to write about the show.
0: But I just, you know what? We'll send
1: them some gift cards. You know what?
0: It's it's, it's companies like this that can like go, yeah, we're going to put out, spend very little cash, very little outland, let everyone else do the work. You know, because people love free shit. Let's face it. People love free shit, especially when there's a price tag attached to it. Like, you know, if they go, here's a free gift card for a hundred bucks, hundred bucks to Kmart is nothing because they're going to get, you know, $50,000 worth of advertising for nothing with other people doing all the work. I mean, you know, that was not even a donut maker, a $29 device, and people use it to make Nutella donuts. That's something that they didn't think of. That's someone someone else thought of, but they're profiting heaps off it. I... genius
1: stuff came out i'm on their side
0: genius stuff no genius stuff i just i just don't like it i don't like it that this has become the state of the news and journalism well that's why you should
1: check out the and our official sponsor for tonight's episode it is morning brew (laughs) that go to www.morningbrew.com i think that's the actual website i haven't checked i'm I'm on their email anyway (laughs) they are get on the
0: rss feed it's always important
1: Uh, great stuff. Every night you get the Morning Brew, and let me just read something out right now from Morning Brew. Uh, today they are talking on June 26th. Um, don't date the show. (laughs) Um... Did you know that Instagram stars can earn money for promoting <laughs> <on> their
0: <account? laughs> oh, Sorry, that's the
1: first thing. Even if they aren't human, Lowell McClellar has over... McClellar has over 1 million Instagram followers and she's a computer-generated image CGI. That's amazing. You get the stocks. That's you get uh, what's happening in the US markets. You get some Harley-Davidson, a case study on the trade war. That sounds interesting. I'll read that tomorrow morning. <laughs> Um, you get to see I've been following like the AT&T merger with like Warner Brothers or something like that interesting it's been interesting hearing those updates Uber's London showdown mm-hmm. uh, drinking wine is easy choosing wine is hard makes sense yep uh, so um,
0: get on it people get on it sounds great I'm going to actually subscribe to that one to be honest so
1: Morning morning Brew I'm done um, strongly recommend men, r- recommend people get on that I'll mean it that's tonight's sponsor for the We Only Do One Take podcast, Morning Brew.
0: Thank you. You got any more articles there, Kieran? Uh, I
1: do have one more.
0: All right. Because uh, this is going to be... We'll give people a longer episode because th- the last episode came out a bit later than what we'd hoped. So we'll give them a bit of a longer one.
1: A few technical difficulties. Yeah. The interns have been fired. <laughs> Life is back. Um, all right. We'll, pick a number one or two.
0: Oh, give us number two.
1: Number two? All number right. Two. <laughs> Permit Patty. Women calls police on eight-year-old for selling water.
0: Mm.
1: Move over, Barbecue Becky. There's another angry woman in town and she's not afraid to call the cops. People have been using the hashtag Permit Patty after a video was shared showing a woman reporting a child to police in San Francisco for selling water outside her home.
0: Disgusting.
1: Eight-year-old Jordan Austin was selling water without an official license. A video of the incident was shared on Instagram by Jordan's mum, Erin, and was also shared on Twitter by her cousin, Raji Lee, both using the hashtag, PermitPatty hashtag. Uh, I saw
0: this, because there's memes about it now. Yeah. And it's just like, can do people have that... like? You know, if it was a legitimate business, like someone was selling booze or try like, you know, when someone's like 20 years old, this kids, what, eight, selling cups of water? Yeah. What, what, for what, 10 cents or something stupid like that? Something
1: like that. Yeah, go, let go her on, go. Good on her for being it's, an entrepreneur. Yeah,
0: I know. she's know. She's seen a need. Yeah. She's gone, yeah, I can sort of fill that need. You know, yep. You know, it's going to cost her nothing because, you know, she's got no outlay or she's got mm-hmm. no, you know, no nothing like that. Everything she makes is profit. And Mm -hmm. she's probably, what, sells a couple of cups of water a day? Even she makes 50 cents a day. She's learning
1: more than school, I reckon, out there.
0: uh, Incredible.
1: And that other person doesn't present forward thinking. By the way, we have got another article. Yeah. Drug spoon sculpture placed outside drug maker's headquarters. (laughs) (laughs) Just show you the picture there. Wow. (laughs) That's a big, big spoon. (laughs) (laughs) That is a big spoon. Uh, An 800-pound, nearly 11-foot-long steel sculpture (laughs) of a a Benton Bird drunk spoon placed in front of the Stanford, Connecticut headquarters of drug maker Purdue Flummer as part of an opioid crisis protest has been removed. Oh. Boo. Um, Yeah, it's just government bureaucracy involved in that now. Incredible.
0: Well, I have two stories. I wanted to end this show on a high note and I wanted to involve, wanted to involve dogs and drunk people. <laughs> Nothing so which can one, go wrong. which one do you want first? One or two? One uh, or two? Uh, let's go drunk people. And no, they're both, they're both about dogs and drunk people. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I went out of my way. So one or two? i oh, will go one. We'll go one first. All right. So... Drunk driver busted making sandwich for dog in an intersection. A man wanted on multiple warrants got unlucky when the DNR busted him trying to feed a sandwich to his dog. Luckily, in the middle of a Michigan intersection. According to the official DNR report, the incident occurred between June when Ben McAteer, a a conversation officer in the District 5, was on patrol and was picked up a truck in the middle of the intersection. The, uh, then the mm. uh, then Mr. McTow uh, questioned the driver as to why he was sitting in the middle of the intersection. He stated he was making a sandwich for himself and his dog Lucky. <laughs> the operator was placed under arrest for operating a motor vehicle while intoxicated. <laughs> Lucky finished his sandwich and oh. was placed into the care of nearby family, according to the report. <laughs> Do you know so what? Sir, why are you stopped? <laughs> oh, I'm just... <laughs> My dog wrong. You want a sandwich? <laughs> Do you know
1: what? Good good on him. You know, flowers bloom and they don't care about anyone else. And that man just cared about his dog it's getting a, a sandwich.
0: Dog, dog lucky. What a guy. And so going on that, uh, DUI suspect claimed his dog was the one driving erratically. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a man uh, arrested for drunk driving told police that his dog was at the wheel when the dog's sp- uh, when the officers spotted the dr- the vehicle weaving across lanes on a Florida road. The courtroom show uh, court uh, the court record show a state trooper last month pulled over a 2005 Nissan after spotting the auto being driven erratically on the interstate. The cop maybe po- the dog was driving. it. Maybe the dog was driving. The cop contacted the driver and they detected an obvious and distinct odor of booze. Coming from inside the vehicle, the motorist
1: oh, uh, should never drink and was drive.
0: lethargic, slurring words, and had a red, very glassy, and bloodshot eyes. Uh, <laughs> and in the front, and the car's front passenger seat was an open bottle of Sailor Jerry spiced from Good choice. Uh, but before uh, before performing a series of uh, field sobriety tests, Garrett uh, asked the troopers to give him a ride to his Jupiter home. Garrett then sought to pin the dangerous driver on another party. He sta- then stated he wasn't driving the vehicle, but it was actually his dog. The trooper reported that Garrett was the only occupant of the Nissan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the dog ran away! No, the dog the- was not even in the car at all. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. The dog
1: ran away. The dog fled the scene. Yeah, yeah. The dog could have been the driver. <laughs> it could be the driver and fled the
0: scene. Oh. <laughs> So, uh, my dog was driving, so you're the only only one. My dog there. ate my homework. Oh, no, yeah, you sandwiched, at least <laughs> in, the, in the previous article there. Right. Uh,
1: by the way, listeners, I've met uh, Turch's dog, Shaniqua. <laughs> Uh, very cute. She's doing
0: well. She's doing well. Very She, picked, she
1: peed for you. <laughs> she did. She did. She saw me impede, and, peed and uh, uh, that was that was beautiful.
0: This this gentleman comes into my house and drops his stuff off. The dog pees on him, and I say, "I'll take the seat, have a scotch, and my dad was making, was roasting chestnuts because it's chestnut season." Yeah. And uh, he experienced his first chestnut. That's is- it. Which is very exciting for...
1: I just thought that was, you know, part of a carol song. No, yeah, yep.
0: it's, uh, fully real. Uh, we're, we're, we're already in the Christmas spirit here. I've uh, been an accountant.
1: And the tiramisu, beautiful. Uh, yeah.
0: oh. <laughs> Can you get any more Italian? Like, you rock up to this house and chestnuts, alcohol <laughs> and a tiramisu, tiramisu just in the a space of two minutes. That's fantastic. <laughs> it was grab a seat.
1: I was like, oh, this is heaven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I should have invited you over for dinner as well. It would have been just, uh, just as spectacular. Uh, oh, beautiful. far out! But well, Kieran, thank you, church uh, Kieran, that's another fantastic episode. Can you believe that is? This is episode number thirty. A number thirty. Can is, you believe that it? is bloody brilliant? It's, it's been it's been over half a year. We've done this more than half a year. We've we done it for over six months now. Well, it have to be like twenty six would be. Half, oh shit! Yeah, it would be. <laughs> so you know, I'm just doing a bit of maths. <laughs> um, it's late in the evening, <laughs> people. In the evening, I right haven't you. had
1: my. I only had an hour's nap.
0: <laughs> oh, I only had. An hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I had an hour. <laughs> um, yes, we've been doing this for thirty episodes now. Look, I know I don't. We I, I, I haven't got any rant for or, uh, listener rants for us today, but look, please do send them in. Send them into the We Only Do One Take podcast if you'd like to. I uh, congratulate us on thirty episodes. Hey, please do that. And you know what? If you want to put on a funny voice and pretend to be, uh, you know, an actor or a celebrity or Turch like Kieran, or whatever you want to do, make it funny, make it fun. It's, you know, it only has to be 30 seconds or, you know, Kieran wants three minutes, but you <laughs> don't re- have to go that long. I was joking when I said three <laughs> minutes and
1: we had the people calling like, I'm sorry, it's not three minutes. I was like, I oh shit,
0: people, <laughs> people, uh... people actually listen to you sometimes. Kieran." Uh, so look, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud. How on many listens now, iTunes. by the way? on itunes on instagram and facebook um from memory i think we are just about to hit the 1800 threshold uh which is absolutely like mind-blowing since last time we had a look think we we're just hitting the 1600 so it's it, it's been pretty good and i think that even itunes like that doesn't include obviously the itunes listens and and uh we've got a few episodes on upon um on youtube as well some of the earlier episodes so definitely you know, adding all those up easily over the 1,800 listens of... of uh, and if of anyone
1: podcasts. wants one want to listen again, go back... I, I, I actually... I think going back and listening to some of our earlier ones, they are actually pretty good.
0: I was... You know, every so often I do re-download... Or, like, you know, I've got obviously got the, the masters here. Yeah. I do, you know, put them on my phone again and go, Oh, I might just quickly, you know, re-listen to some of the episodes or... And they're fantastic. Like I still love them. Like you know, like you know, we've got them obviously on the SoundCloud account, and it's easy just to grab on there, log into my, log into our account, and re-listen to them. And it reminds me of some of the stuff that we've done. And it, you know, this is how we continue to bring, you know, common themes, quality, common, quality, quality pro- entertainment. And you know what? Uh, if people, Kieran, you've listened to a few uh, older episodes now. If you had to tell people which episode to listen to first, like if people were trying to give. I, other listeners to like get involved. Which episode would you say to listen to? The
1: one with the what's bugle. I love that episode. That, that's a great one. The one with um I can't remember the, the Nick tried uh, when we had Trage Trage yeah on. I think that's a, a really great one. I actually think the New Year's Eve special.
0: I think that's got something magic in there.
1: Um, and I was re-listening to that. Yeah. And uh, it's on a special uh, episode.
0: It's also on YouTube. That one that has video. That's the yeah. only one that has video. And even though video. I'm not in it for that long. Because
1: <laughs> I got called away for an emergency. Yes. Um, that is just quality.
0: Yeah, it's a great episode. That is a great episode. And check it out on YouTube as well, that one. I always tell people, obviously, listen to the latest episode. Because it gives you a really good feel. Because I think that we're a lot better at what... Talking and a lot better at finding fun articles and doing that sort of thing. But anytime we have a guest on, like, you know, on our SoundCloud account, we have a whole bunch of stuff. Well, a whole playlist dedicated to having just our special guests, which is really cool. We're going to get another special guest on. We're going to have a look at that. Yeah, we'll get a few more. Yeah, coming on up. And then uh, I think anything with... uh, uh, Jess is always fun when she came on last couple episodes. Um, Having Nylon is always fun.
1: Oh yeah, no, Noel, no, was always um, fun too.
0: You know, oh, but and you know what? If you're into specialty kind of things, obviously the episode with M. Q. about uh, his rap sort of mm-hmm. stuff, uh, Adam with his uh, film stuff. Yeah, that was a good one too. And obviously the uh, the first episode of this series with uh, C. J. and the cosplay and Heidi's amazing sort of stuff. Definitely check them out. But uh, Kieran, thank you so much for another fantastic episode. Oh, good. Thank you very much. Like I said to everyone before, please follow us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Have a, subscribe to us on YouTube, give us a like on Instagram, a like on Facebook, and for all your wanking needs. <laughs> Send us your rants <laughs> onto the We Only Do One Take podcast at gmail.com email address, and we will see all you lovely wankers next Thursday. <laughs> I just want to say, I just want to say, right? Yeah. I was showing you before the show, but I don't want to tell the listeners. Yeah. I put up an article on our Instagram page.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, the donkey uh, one. The donkey one. And yeah.
0: the, the headline was basically like, you know, uh, Indian family protest of donkey, of people, uh, gang rape, donkey, donkey gang raping their donkey or yeah, something yeah. like that. And, you know, I put it up and I thought it was a funny headline, you know, and it is, you know, and I posted and stuff. And then like, an hour later, we get a new follower on Facebook. Oh, really? Uh, that's great. You know, a no, new follower on Instagram. Sorry, it's always great. And always have a look, you know, and see if they're cool enough, and we'll try to like them back and stuff like that. And I usually do. And this one here was owners of donkeys, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, this is pretty weird. Like, you know, let's have a look what these guys are doing. And literally, it's like five hundred posts of donkey loving merchandise with with fantastic. Like, I don't know whether people really are liking this ironically or not, but I'm telling you now, they are some of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. I'm just trying to pull up a shirt. Have a look at this shirt here. Oh, have a look. This is a mug. And on the mug, there's a slogan. You can purchase this from their shop. It says, I never dreamed I'd end up marrying a super sexy donkey lady, but here I am living the dream. That's a real mug. (laughs) Look at that. That's a real mug.
1: I think I know what I'm getting here for Christmas. Oh, I
0: know. And look at this one. I said to Jess, do you you want one of these shirts? So, look at this one. Uh, So, this is a hoodie. Mm. And it says, if you hurt my donkey, I can make your death look like an accident.
1: (laughs) Don't hurt someone's donkey.
0: So, if you're looking for something fun on Instagram, um, definitely Mm. check out Owners of Donkeys. Um, It's... It's an absolute cracker. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Who decides to make something like that? <laughs> we should get him on the show.
1: Someone with passion.
0: We should get them on the show.
1: We should. Even if they live in America,
0: we'll Skype them. Yeah, we'll Skype them.
1: Yeah. We'll Skype them. Him or her. Or it. Or the donkey. Or the donkey. <laughs>